welcome back to Better Than Yesterday with Carly Renee. I am so excited for today's episode as it was a game changer for me and I hope that it's the same for you. I do want to start off by saying that, you know, it's Tuesday, it's episode air day and I do, I still have these nerves that come on Tuesdays just from the weight of investing in your life and and being a voice in your life I I just really I don't take that lightly so but this morning you know the thoughts started flowing and I was just humbled to tears and excited because I am so completely invested in you it is truly my passion to add value to your life and I hold the utmost respect for the position of an encouraging voice in yours. So thank you again, and I hope that this episode is fulfilling and encouraging and that you walk away with a different mindset and a challenge to be better. Today, I hope to add value to the areas of your life where you procrastinate out of fear. I want to challenge you to think and approach fear and procrastination differently. Because fear is a liar, and so is procrastination. It is my prayer, and the why behind today's episode, that you would begin every day intentionally seeing life through the lens of possibility. Friends, we want possibility, not perfection. Because we're not striving for perfection. We just want to be a little better than yesterday. Oh, I'm so excited for episode three. Let's get to it. Procrastination is the result of assigning a negative outcome to something that hasn't happened yet. I recently had the privilege of sitting under the wisdom of a man named Ronnie Doss. If you have not heard of him, he also has a podcast. The name of it is Emerge. You should definitely check it out. Um, He's a very successful business coach, motivational speaker. And in this meeting where he was speaking, when he said this, the light bulbs went off. It was such a revelation for me, which just excited me to the point of, I just learned something new about myself and why I procrastinate. Quick story, when I was in high school, really just my childhood in general, I was a terrible procrastinator, just simply out of laziness. So I always thought that those two went hand in hand. You procrastinate because you're lazy. But then when I heard that there's a fear side of procrastination, it wasn't just a revelation. It was a weight lifted because, okay, I am not as bad of a person as I have made myself out to be in the past. I'm not just, you know, some lazy, worthless person that, you know, never gets anything done. It's just genuine fear. And I can, I can fix that. Okay. Like I can recognize this fear, recognize that it is a lie and just move towards my dreams and goals. So I'm hoping that it will be a revelation to you today as well. Again, there's many different types of procrastination, okay? And then my dad also, you know, made the good point. We were having a conversation one day that sometimes 
procrastination provides a pressure that some people work good under. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about procrastination due to laziness. I'm not talking about those that like to push it to the edge because they need the pressure. Today is specific. We procrastinate out of fear. It's the result of assigning a negative outcome to something that hasn't occurred yet. A great example of something that I have procrastinated in my life due to fear really is just my calling in general. Um, I think there's a lot of fears that come along with that, but the fear of being overwhelmed, not being able to handle it, rejection, all of those fears, they just come into play. One specifically is fear of not having a successful outline. What is an outline for me? When I am recording these podcasts, I sit down, I have a draft where I just write out a lot of thoughts, a lot of facts, a lot of quotes, and then I put it into a outline, a organized outline, like we did when we were in school. If you had to write a report, you know, you have to draw the outline and then make your paragraph points in the outline. So that was just so scary to me because I just felt like I couldn't do it. I didn't like the thought of putting together an outline. I just wanted it all to flow from my thoughts the way that it does in my head. So the overwhelming fear of that just kept me from doing outlines because it was overwhelming and I thought that I couldn't do it. Now, because I no longer have allowed fear to stop me and put that off, I am learning so many beautiful things in my outlines. Week one and two were definitely a challenge, and I wouldn't even say the outlines were very organized. I think that I was just telling myself, just do the best you can. Just do the best you can. And now week three, I can see that not only are they getting better, but I'm learning that there is a benefit to writing my thoughts down and reading them. It does. It helps me flow the way that I want to. So it was just a really good eye opener of I was putting this off, but when I just got up, I did it. I am now learning and growing so much, and it's a huge aspect of this podcast. So it allows me to add value to your life. So on to the question that some of you may have, and if you haven't thought this question, it's a good mind getter going or... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's it's getting your juices flowing. Okay, you get my point. Why is procrastination a lie? Procrastination is a lie because it gives you this false pretense of one, protection, and two, comfort. The momentary indulgence of a fleeting comfort pales in comparison to the discomfort of discouragement and hopelessness of you not reaching your goals. You're not protecting yourself. In fact, you're doing harm unimaginable by allowing fear to breed procrastination. Proverbs 12.25 in the Passion Translation says, Anxious fear brings depression. But a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. In my experience, acting out on the fear, allowing it to breed procrastination in my life, only brings depressive thoughts. It brings hopelessness. 
It brings senses of worthlessness. And it just never ends well. Procrastination is a lie. It does not provide protection and it does not provide comfort. One of the dangers of procrastination is that it can become a habit. When we choose procrastination, we are wiring our brain to put important things off and wiring our actions to follow fear. When we choose to give procrastination a place in our life, every day that we say no to our dream, we could be pushing it back months, even years. Procrastination is a lie of protection from failure and frustration. Sometimes we just put it off because we just simply don't want to fail or we don't want to be frustrated. But the only true failure in life is shrinking away from life's challenges. I mentioned last episode that I originally had a goal for the first episode of the podcast to air on December 31st, 2022. And I totally procrastinated that goal because of fear, fear of judgment, fear of rejection, fear of these outlines that I've got to put together, fear of failure. But then one day I just proclaimed out loud to myself, I cannot fail if I don't quit. And I said, just go, just do it. Sometimes you got to talk out loud to yourself. And you'd be surprised at how much that will help you. Whatever it is that you're procrastinating out of fear that's going to get you to your dreams and goals, I want you to look yourself in the mirror today and I want you to say, just go. If you stand up in front of the things you're afraid of and you complete them, you walk away so much stronger. So there is this really cool analogy about palm trees that I learned at church. Pastor Mike preached a sermon on it one Sunday many, many years ago. The interesting thing about palm trees is that they are able to withstand treacherous winds, okay, hurricane-type winds. But what's beautiful about it is that while they may bend from the winds, they do not break. I mean, they can bend to the point of almost touching the ground but they still don't break. And what is even more beautiful about that is that after that hurricane and after those strong winds and after that bending and discomfort, once it's over, they actually are taller than they were before the hurricane. I want you to picture yourself as that palm tree. Those challenges are there to help you, not hurt you. Don't procrastinate. Just get it done. And then you're going to be like that palm tree. You're going to come out standing taller and better. I want you to write this down. Do the thing you fear and the fear will disappear. This is actually a quote that I heard during my time in LTD, Leadership Team Development. I mentioned that in the first episode, my experience with that. And the queen of LTD, Miss Pam Winters. She was one of the founders, Larry Winters and Pam Winters. And she was just the shyest, most timid person ever. And she had to go out and 
you know, she was in sales. She had to meet people. She had to build relationships, which was something that was very hard for her to do. But she just told herself, do you do the thing you fear and the fear will disappear. And I, although it can be very hard, (laughs) this gives me the motivation that I need to just get it done, get past that fear, get it done. And then I always walk out feeling so relieved, so much better, so much stronger and wiser, really. When we put an effort in to take action, not only does the fear disappear, but the deposits of growth inside of us are priceless. Most good things in life require struggle. That's okay. I just want you to make sure that you are struggling forward. So I've talked a lot about fear and procrastination, how they work hand in hand, and how they can have a complete negative effect on our life, and how we don't want that. It has no more room, no more space in our life. So what can we do? I'm going to give you three things to combat procrastination. Write these down. Number one, give yourself some grace. Now, I am not talking about grace to procrastinate. Mm -mm. We're going to start getting a little tough on ourselves in that area, and we're going to be better for it. I'm talking about the grace to make mistakes. Give yourself the grace to miss the mark. I want you to even give yourself the grace to embarrass yourself, okay? It is my passion to teach, and it is my calling to preach. And I know that one day that means I am going to be on stages. And I have already told myself there is going to come a time where I am probably going to embarrass myself in front of a lot of people, lots of people. In fact, I would, I mean, I could even say I embarrassed myself a little bit and back in episode one. Okay. But it is what it is. It's necessary. It is necessary for me and my journey and my growth. And I give myself the grace for that. I want you to do the same. Give yourself some grace to make mistakes. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Even when it came to this podcast, again, I gave myself permission to be sloppy. And that freed me so much. Honestly, y'all, I'm sure I would have eventually gotten it done. But had I not given myself the grace to just be sloppy and just show up, I don't, I don't know how long it would have taken me to get episode one out because it, is, it was a very overwhelming task. But that grace was so freeing and I stopped putting it off and I just got it done. So we're going to give ourselves some grace. Number two, stay hungry. We're going to stay hungry. Mm. This excites me a little bit. You are going to stay hungry for your purpose. We're going to stay hungry for the fulfillment of reaching your goals and the growth that comes each and every time that you do. We're going to stay hungry for the satisfaction of checking that next thing off that list. And we're going to stay hungry for the honor and respect that comes from keeping your word to yourself and others. I'm going to take it a little further. How? How do we stay hungry? We're going to read books. We're going to listen to motivational teachings. 
you are going to figure out, plan, and write down what needs to be done to achieve your dreams, and you're going to read it every day. You might be asking, well, how is reading every day going to help? How is reading going to help me reach my goals? If you are investing in yourself and your mind every day, little by little, day by day, there's a word. Momentum. A body at rest stays at rest. A body in motion stays in motion. Each and every day that you choose to show up and invest in your mind and motivate and encourage yourself, it is going to create so much momentum in your life. And then one day, boom, it happens. You've arrived. And you'll look back and you probably won't even be able to pinpoint one particular moment and situation that led you there. You're just going to look back and see all the days that you just showed up. All the little moments when you invested in yourself and you read that book for 20 minutes a day. And you listened to those motivational teachings and you read your goals and you kept yourself inspired. And you kept yourself hungry. I don't know why, but most of us, including myself, We think of a lot of successful people and we just think, oh, they were just an overnight success. Everything was easy for them. But I bet if you ask them, they would say, well, that was a long night. It was very interesting. One night, Ray Kroc went to dinner with the McDonald's brothers and they were telling them their story of how they've had so many different ventures, so many different things that they've done, restaurants, ideas. And then they came to the conclusion that they wanted to be different and their way of being different was speed. I took this as McDonald's was not just one of the first biggest franchises in the world, but also one of the first fast food restaurants. Apparently back in the day, people would still be waiting 30 minutes at the drive-in for their food. So one day, after all of their ventures, all their ideas, they came up with the concept for McDonald's and the Speedway. They had a word for it. I think it's called Speedy. Um, But they wanted to get people their food fast. So they worked hard. They came up with this plan. I mean, it's a really good movie. I, I suggest that, you know, you watch it. You can learn a lot from it. There is a lot of stuff in there that I disagree with, but it's, it's a good movie. The Founder. Anyways, he was basically saying they were on the verge of quitting when they, after, shortly after they opened McDonald's, it was a new concept. People weren't used to it and they were about to shut it down. But one day people just started showing up and they just started coming and then they started coming in droves and then it was lines to the road. And he said something so profound. I just had to write it down and share it with you guys. Mac McDonald in the movie He says, and just like that, we were an overnight sensation 30 years in the making. I think we forget that sometimes, friends. It's not overnight. It's little by little, day by day. So we're going to stay hungry, day by day, little by little. Number three, we are going to have a possibility mindset. We're going to start living from a place of endless possibility, and stop living from a place of negative prediction. 
I want you to start asking yourself, what if I succeed? Stop allowing procrastination to steal from you and start getting excited about your future and the greatness that is awaiting. So I am still currently reading Think, Learn, Succeed by Dr. Caroline Leaf, and it is just blowing my socks off. It is full of so much good nuggets and information, and I wanted to share some of that with you today because it was the inspiration behind why I think a possibility mindset is great for battling procrastination. The choice of a possibility mindset is a great predictor of success. Chapter 9 of this book is called The Possible Mindset. On page 82, she says, When you choose to develop a mindset that allows you to perceive possibilities, the wired-for-love design of the brain is activated to respond and attempts become possibilities rather than failures. This choice is a great predictor of success. I found this happening over and over with my patients and students in South Africa, where I worked for nearly 30 years. When they chose to adopt a possible mindset, they were able to persevere through desperate circumstances and achieve their goals. So the possibility mindset gives us the gift of seeing attempts as possibilities and not failures, and it gives us the gift of persevering through circumstances so that we can achieve our dreams and goals. So to battle procrastination, we're going to give ourselves some grace. We're going to stay hungry and we are going to have a possibility mindset. So I ask you today, friend, what have you been putting off out of fear? What dream is so big that you just think that there is no way it can happen and it scares the mess out of you? What have you been putting off out of fear? What goals have you been putting on the back burner because you're scared of failure, you're scared of rejection, you're scared that you're just not good enough? Whatever it is, I hope that today you have listened so intently and I pray that you put these actions to use so that procrastination becomes a thing of the past and your dreams and goals become your new way of life. Our call to action for this week comes straight from the book, Think, Learn, Succeed. These are possible mindset activation tips. I'm just going to share a few. There are eight in here. I am just going to share three. I want you to write these down. Number one, tell yourself daily that attempts are not failures. Attempts are results. Number two, deliberately and intentionally practice seeing possibilities in every situation and write them down. The more you do this, the more you will find yourself applying these in your life. And lastly, number three, turn attempts into possibilities. Refuse to see them as failures. This choice is a great predictor of your success. So remember, a new way of life is possibility, not perfection. Because we're not striving for perfection. We just want to be a little better than yesterday. See y'all next week.